Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Fringe. Today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 20, titled Northwest Passage. Will this episode record properly? Will it end up sounding like low-rent garbage and glitch out again? Who knows? I've done like seven separate recordings with this exact setup in the weekend since the Brown Betty thing, but for all I know... This podcast specifically just hates me. This television archive feed specifically just absolutely despises me. And for all I know, it's going to sound weird again. I'm very annoyed. (laughs) I'm very bitter about the whole Brown Betty situation. About the whole situation surrounding that Brown Betty episode. But anyway, uh, this episode's really good. (laughs) To get to actually talking about the show. So, here's the thing with North Northwest Passage. It's very clearly set up for the two-part finale, which we'll be discussing in the next couple days. But goddamn, as setup goes, it's pretty goddamn good. <laughs> it's pretty freaking fantastic. So we get a really cool change of pace, storytelling-wise, where instead of just normal fringe case, we got Peter on his own in Washington, in this small town, just sort of passing through, uh, working on this case of this woman who he talked to the night before her death, who got kidnapped, had a piece of her brain removed, and just then just got deposited in like a river. And is working on this case with the sheriff. Now, what initially piques his interest is that there's some shapeshifter stuff happening around this area. Uh, He sees Thomas Jerome Newton around. Uh, He gets these calls with these weird tones and static uh, that are just... That are just showing up out of the blue for no apparent reason... Uh, and, of course, we've seen missing brain parts before at the hands of shapeshifters. Where the shapeshifters were trying to get information from Walter, from the brain pieces that William Bell deposited in the minds of those other people. So, the initial theory is that This is shapeshifters. This is shapeshifters tracking down Peter for whatever reason. We don't know why. uh, Trying to find people who are connected to him. Who have come in contact with him. Who might know things about him that maybe they don't even know. Maybe they don't even know they know. And it's really well done. And I specifically love the dynamic he has with this sheriff. Uh, This sheriff and Peter 
have a really good rapport. They establish a really great character dynamic here. Uh, quite honestly, there's a part of me that's very, very sad we never saw more of this character after this episode. Because she's very compelling. She is really cool. Uh, she is equal parts badass sheriff lady and very vulnerable human being. Uh, her partner goes missing and looks to be kidnapped by our killer. By the by the shapeshifters, we're assuming. And she kind of goes, like, she kind of becomes desperate to find him alive. Kind of becomes, like, driven to find him. Because apparently they have a relationship on the side outside of being a partnership. Uh, we hear about uh struggle she's gone through with uh, her parents uh, being killed and all that. Like, And the dynamic between those two characters is really, really excellent and really, really fun to watch. There's some great character work in this episode, and I absolutely love it. Now, I am going very, very fast through the actual details, skipping past a bunch of stuff. And that's largely because... Pretty much everything about this, aside from some really great moments where Peter's like, Shapeshifters! There's shapeshifters right there! Uh, there was this great chase through the woods. Aside from moments like those, it really all ends up not mattering. Because, turns out, Peter was wrong about the shapeshifters' involvement. We have this big final confrontation with the actual killer, and we find out... It was not shapeshifters at all. This wasn't even a fringe event. It was just some psycho taking out brain pieces from women because he wanted to, quote-unquote, be closer to them. Which is just so effed up. So, not a fringe event. Just a normal, psychotic serial killer. Great. That's very comforting. Uh... <laughs> And we find our uh, our cop partner alive. Turns out he got captured when he got a little bit too close to a victim. Apparently, this dude pulled this woman over. And then she got kidnapped. And the dude kidnapped him along with her. But I, I find it very interesting that we went through this entire thing under the assumption... This is shapeshifters, this is shapeshifters, this is shapeshifters, this is shapeshifters. And yeah, shapeshifters were around. Yeah, they were kind of near Peter and close to Peter. We had a couple altercations with them, but... Aside from that, it was just... Not a fringe thing. It was just a normal case, and I kind of like that change of pace. I kind of like that change of... That change of direction. I really, really like that twist... Also, an uh, excellent subplot of Walter just being alone and struggling to be alone and cope in a world without Peter. He has that great scene in the supermarket where he's yelling about potassium bromate. And it's incredible. And as always, John Noble freaking nails it every second he's on screen. Uh, we have, like the again, the wonderful interplay between... Walter and Astrid, of Walter being like, you're a federal agent, you shouldn't uh, 
you probably didn't expect to be babysitting a helpless old man, and Astrid's like, I, ho- I-, I hardly think you're helpless. Maybe a bit disorganized, but not helpless. Uh, Astrid and Olivia just demanding that Walter accept help from them. And eventually Walter starts making this, like, spectrograph to, like, hone in on the energy from objects from the other side and use it to track down Peter. Which ends up being useless. A, because Walter messes with the numbers because he's afraid that Peter won't forgive him. And B, because... Broyles had already talked to Peter and knows where he is. And eventually, after being pressed by Olivia, tells her, Hey, he's in Washington. Um, yeah, I told you that. I said I wouldn't, but you know, he's in Washington. And then Olivia and Walter like start going there, going across the country to get Peter. And then we get this fantastic ending. Where Peter's in his motel room. Thomas Jerome Newton shows up. There's like a two second standoff where Newton's like, hey, hey, Peter, calm the hell down. And then he turns over his shoulder and is like, Mr. Secretary, remember this guy that came over from the other side? And then our Mr. Secretary comes in. And it's Walternate. Yup. The guy pulling the strings on the shapeshifters, the man that came from the other side, uh, the guy who's been trying to track down Peter this entire episode in the background was freaking Walternate. Shows up, he's like, hello, son, and that's the episode. Whoo, boy. So... I've already alluded to this, but we only got two episodes left in the season. It is a two-part finale. It's real good. I'll just say that it is one of the best season finales. Maybe the best season finale in all of Fringe. It's spectacular. I can't wait to talk about it in depth. This was a short one, uh, like 10 minutes not even at this point in the recording. Uh, I assume that one's going to be like 45 each. Because there's a lot to talk about in those episodes. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, very, very excited to get into those. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives. So that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simply just to push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 21. Talk to you then.